Welcome to Go Home Heat. I have a special guest with me today, a Will Kennedy. Yes. Dear friend. A rare sighting. A rare, on this, yes. On this platform. On this platform. First Correct. time. First time caller. Uh, Long first time, time listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I brought him in. I'm doing a, we are doing a series of pods on Roman Reigns and specifically, you know, we're breaking down not only his career run currently, but also the family he grew up in, stuff like that. You grew up around his family. You have been around Pensacola. Will is a man who has been in the media doing local and more news. News and sports, yeah, for many, many years. So, you know, blessed in the Pensacola area to cover, I mean, just fantastic athletes from Roy Jones to Emmett Smith to Justin Gatlin to, you know, Right, the, the the family, if you will, the bloodline, the bloodline, yeah, yeah, and, yeah and, absolutely. And so, yeah, so just to kind of let everybody know, so that you know, Joe or Roman Reigns is the younger brother. I think born in 1985 when I was in high school. So right. I had a, a friend in high school, a teammate in high school, Big Matt Noi, mm -hmm. and uh, who wrestling fans will know as Rosie. Right, uh, was in Three Minute Warning as well. Right, you know, and just and is the son of one of the legendary uh, Wild Samoans. Right, and so his dad and his uncle that that was the tag Sick team. Him. Yeah, and they uh, yeah they they grew up here. Uh, Matt grew up here in Pensacola. Played football at Escambia High School, just like his younger Joe. brother would do later. And Matt went on and played college football, and then got into the family business as a wrestler. But when I was in high school, when we were kids, and even coming up, you know, middle school to high school, I mean, Matt. Matt was larger than life. I mean, we called him Big Matt. We called him Fat Matt. You know, all these yeah, different things. Yeah. I mean, he was 300-plus pounds back when that meant something. Right. High school football level, but could move. I mean, could get around. Agile. You know, yeah. And so, you know, you know kind of like, who is this dude? You know, and, 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 and honestly, at that age, what is he? You know, he's, he's, right. not, he's not white. He's not black. So then you kind of learn, like, the, the background, the Samoan culture, and, you know, his dad rolled up to practice one day, to football practice, and there's this guy, this, I mean, mountain of a man standing up at the top of the hill to Scambia High School. Their stadium's down in a bowl, and so right. up at the top you see this dude, and I think he was wearing a sarong. Like, oh. so it's like, okay, the dude's got a dress on. Like, right. He's 300 pounds. He's got this wild hair, you know, and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And they're like, that's Matt's Completely dad. in character. That's when I learned, you know. And but so that's that, the at the same time, so this is, you know, this is mid-80s, right? So at the same time, that's when, you know, think about this, especially for younger people, this will blow your mind. There was no cable TV yet. Right. Um, you know, so wrestling was local. And it was Gulf Coast, Charlie Platt. Bob Armstrong, all these the guys Armstrong in clan. this area. And so that's kind of, I, I kind of knew that. Yeah, the Fullers and Jimmy Golden and Austin Idol and guys like that. I kind of knew that local one. And then all of a sudden, Bob. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peaking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. It's that same time, I think it was Saturday nights after the news or whatever it was at 10 o'clock or 10.30 or 11, they started showing the WWF stuff. The Saturday Hulk, nights. The Hulk Hogan, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, too, I'm trying to think of who had it. It was one of the local stations was carrying the uh, world-class championship wrestling. When they and, and really, that was kind of the first thing that took Out off. Of text. I think the WWF, yeah, kind of came later. The Von Erichs and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, they jumped on the heels of what they were doing in Dallas. So wrestling was just starting to take off. So you, so Matt becomes my friend, and his dad is the Wild Samoans. And I see them on TV, and then 
holidays, certain weekends, especially the summertime. The beach is huge here in Pensacola. Right. All of a sudden, Matt's extended family members are rolling in yeah. to hang out and go to the beach. And it's guys like the Tonga Kid, and it's guys, I mean, they're Sam and all these dudes. I mean, Tonga he, Kid, father of... Yeah, yeah. These and these guys are his cousins and uncles and all these people, and they're all huge like him. But some of them are, you know, I mean, they're just unreal looking dudes. Yeah, and they like to have fun. They like to go out and just kind of do their thing. And so it was, yeah, it was like, okay, who, you know, this this is more than just him and his dad and his clan. And yeah, so it was it was a window into how you know, and then to listen and sit and talk with them at that point about the different world, right? Right. Like, how they they went from place to place and they went from territory to territory and a lot of it was driving it you know it's like it's super fascinating when they would talk about it but now sitting back I was like oh my god what these guys went through yeah to to practice their craft right well dude to think about that you knew the Armstrongs you knew the Fullers you you went over like a lot of us to Mobile and watched some of the wrestling yeah oh Bayfront Auditorium down here yeah go watch and but the Samoans they're making their living in New York yeah. And right. they, and they had what they had done and for a lot of people that wondered like Pensacola like how is Pensacola Florida this little spot in the Gulf Coast this kind of small area how does it get all these people and a lot of other wrestlers have lived here through the years right and what it was was at that time as we mentioned it wasn't you know the big business that it is now and private jets and all this kind of stuff they would find a spot a lot of these guys would find a spot where they could get to Florida wrestling Memphis mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta. Dallas, you know, all these places and be in the middle within. So it's a drive. It's a drivable distance to all these places across southwest and southeast and Pensacola. Beautiful beaches, relatively inexpensive to live and access right. to especially to, back then. Yeah, access to the interstate and you could get out. So uh, that, you know, Matt's family and, the, and, and that Samoan group had they had come through. I think I think it was San Francisco first and then kind of worked their way through and, and it wrestled everywhere. I think right. they had wrestled in Canada and, and anywhere in between. And but just, you know, his his dad landed here. Sika was here. I'm not sure where Affa ended up at that time. I, Matt told me where they were living, but you know, he had he had cousins and there's this uh I think Yoko was born in California. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Affa may have still been or at least some the of them Fatu were out there. Part yeah. portion of the NOI and all. Now it's okay, this is not necessarily what we were going to talk about, but you are describing the regional territories, which is where all this begins. And it's neat because you did say you know you have Dusty Rhodes and uh, the Grams in South Florida, and then you have you know uh, the Law uh, the Lawler and um, Jarrett Jer- the Jarrett Jarrett yes yep Lawler the Jarretts, and you had Devon Eriks in Texas, you know, and then if you go further up, you get to the New York territory, which is McMahon, and then Stu Hart above Calgary Stampede, Correct. yeah, you had yeah guys Correct. everywhere, and there were there were guys in the in the in the Northwest and other places too, and the Armstrongs and the Fullers created a territory in Pensacola, yep. Mobile, South Georgia, which allowed for people to live on the beach, and then like you said, they they. They have heat when they come in. The heat dies off a little bit. They decide to pick up and move. Oh, I'm going to go to Memphis for a little while, yep. and then I'll come back when, when I can be hot again. I'll go to Texas for a little while, I'll come back when I can be hot again. And they did, the Armstrongs provided this neat spot for everybody to kind of post and, up. And the Armstrongs had come down from, I think it was Smoky Mountain wrestling right. and come through. And, and you also had, you had guys that would come out of the old AWA, you know, uh, Gagney. Gagne, if you Gagne, will, yes, sir. yeah, through that Which is part. The no, it's funny when they come here, people are like Gagne. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, it's it's Gagne. It's for you know, it's Vern Gagne. It's French, yeah. right? <laughs> but okay, Hogan is your most famous Minnesota, but the Armstrongs as well. well who wanted little known here. fact? Hulk Hogan, Claire. Terry Bollea, yeah, worked as a bouncer at a bar in Pensacola downtown 
at one point. No kidding. When he was first getting started, absolutely, yeah. Terry Bollea worked at the Red, I think it was the Red Garter, or one of those places Whoa. that was down near Trader John's, which was a famous Navy place down, you know, downtown. So, that so, is amazing. So a, a lot of guys came through here, even if they were before they became what they became, you know. That's right. why it was so different with Matt and his dad and that group, is they were already well-established. Right. So they never worked here or worked in this part of the, the industry on the Gulf Coast, you know, right. but they were in and out of here. And so, so Matt, you know, I mean, you can imagine as a kid, I mean, you know, running with Matt a little bit and hanging out with Matt. I mean, like his, his dad wasn't around a whole lot because they, I mean, they worked. I mean, right. they, they were, you know, on, but when, so that's why that, like the day he came to practice and stuff, it was a big deal right. for Matt. Right. You know, but so then, you know, so Matt is probably, Probably 15, 16, when, when Joe is born, when his younger brother is born. And I've right. got a brother and a sister that are that about that separate from me. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was yeah, a little common. Well, it was one common. of those unusual things. It was like, oh, wow, all of a sudden he's got a brother, you know, that, yeah. that, that, that kind of out of nowhere. Right. And, uh, you know, I remember, like, you know, his, his baby Matt's got, I believe he has two sisters, too. Mm-hmm. Or at least one. I'm trying to think if that's correct, but um, you know, so it was, it was a not a huge family, but a lot of right. Samoan families are like, and, and and you see that in the extended family, right? You know, and so he's got other family members out of here. Joe does, and Matt did the Usos and others that are all part of that that clan. And it wasn't like it is now in that for people who are on TV all the time. It was expensive for them to work out of New York and live here. I mean, he wasn't; they weren't rich. No, no. I mean, that's the I thing. No, no, no. They weren't. No, no, no. Absolutely not. They weren't running around. It wasn't, you know, sports cars and all this kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it, it, it took that. That happens later, obviously. That's right. that's on the tail end. Of, and, you know. That's the, part of the, what McMahon look, the, did with cable television. Absolutely. And, and, and the, whole, the whole Kogan era and kind of exploding everything. And, and they were. They, what's interesting is they were pre that and a little bit on the backside of it, but not really. It's almost like other sports, right, where they didn't operate or play in the era of the big dollar right. contracts, you know. Right. But you think about, like, I'm telling you, the, the, the original Wild Samoans, I mean, what they could do in today's wrestling would be... Often sick of you talking be, about. Yeah, often sick would be incredible because they, they could do all the stuff that the guys, the Samoan guys do now, but they, they never... Were allowed to. Yeah, they weren't allowed to and weren't asked to. I mean, I mean Matt... You know, Joe's older brother, Roman's older brother, Rosie. I mean, Matt was 6'2", 6'3", was always 350-ish when he wrestled, maybe a little bit bigger later in life, and it became a big health problem for him. He got, you know, way bigger before, unfortunately, died at 47. Uh, But, I mean, Matt could moonsault off the top rope at that size. You know, he could do things before his knees and back and stuff started giving out. And and his dad and uncle could do that kind of – I feel like easily could have done that stuff too. His dad ran a wrestling school – in Pensacola for a little while, and Afis trained people as his uncle. Yeah, um, you know, and and like, yeah, just had a little bit of exposure to that. I mean, just they they could do any. Those guys could do anything. They're freakish athletes, and the Samoans, for example, um, KP, like they, you know, wrestling and football. Right. I mean, it's a, it's an island culture, or an island pocket, about two hundred thousand people. Their rates, their percentage of of males who wrestle professionally or play professional football. Nobody even comes close. Well, it's, think it's about phenomenal. when you watch USC play, when you watch University of oh, Washington yeah. play. The Polynesian influence in all of those ball games. It, well, for, I don't want to be too weird, but they are. They tend to be large. Oh no! Well, and they tend to be very athletic. So here's the thing: it's it's it, because it's two hundred thousand people or whatever. It's a closed gene pool, you know. What I mean, or a tight gene pool where it, right. they just are bigger. It's just you know that's that's genetics, that's science, that's the way it works. 
But unfortunately, that also leads to health problems, health issues uh, that that are embedded into the community, you know, right. into the DNA type yeah. thing. And so it's, you know, so that's that's why it's it's interesting because Roman is is oh my god, it, it kills me when I see him up close because he looks they they do he and Matt look facially their faces very yeah. similar, but their bodies are very different. Roman right. is built in a different way, right? And I'm sure a lot of that is I'm sure he has to recognize like he's he's got to really work to stay in shape. As all wrestlers do, right? But there's a family history there. I'm, you know, I'm, hopefully he's going out and, you know, getting all the medical stuff done and all that. But, but you know, you can see like with Roman, I'm not sure. Well, this this may be interesting to you and other wrestling fans. I'm not sure that Roman is as flexible an athlete as Matt was, as Rosie was. I think I think Matt could do some stuff that I've never seen Roman do. Roman doesn't do top rope. Things. But all, just He's but just movement. Team. Matt Matt at three fifty plus moved a little more fluidly than than Joe does you or than may, Roman does. You may be right. You may be right. I, there's something to that because the 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 cousins, the twins, they're they they wrestle even more athletically than yeah. Rosie and, and Umaga did. But what Rosie and Umaga could do, and when you talk about the injuries. Think about the 350 and the way you don't hurt a man when you come off yeah. the top rope is you put your knees and your arms down, yeah. and so they don't get the concussion of your body landing on them. But Matt's hips did. Matt's knees did when he hit the mat. He's the one who absorbed yeah, that you pressure. Yeah, absorbed the punishment. Or he killed whoever he landed on. And and so that that could be a reason why Joe doesn't go to the top rope as well. He didn't want to do that. But Joe is a storyteller. Yeah. You know, and Joe is an explosive athlete. Yeah. But he is not, uh, like you said, he's not the, the, he doesn't do the super kicks, he doesn't do the flips, he doesn't do those things. I, that, I will tell you this, like, Matt, Matt was always frustrated that he never got, he felt like he never got the opportunity. He didn't. And get put into the place, and in fact, they took him from, you know, it was Bischoff and the three-second warning thing, and that, that was, he thought that could be a really, and they were, for a minute, they were like, oh my God, these dudes, it was him right. and his cousin, one of his cousins. Right. Um, and then they turned him into Rosie, and it was almost like a joke. If you ever want to see like what a guy like Matt could do, like go find some video. There's some floating around of him out here when he goes to Japan, right. and wrestles in Japan, and how different that is. And I see that's that's one thing that I don't think Rome, Roman's never had. That he's never had to do that because he's such a you know large star. And, right. But that that speaks to I think where Roman is where Roman Reigns is now speaks to what that what that family has built. Right. And look, some of that, obviously, some of that's Dwayne. Some of that's The Rock right. and what he was able to do. But a lot of that, too, is, you know, his, Matt's and Joe's dad and uncle, a different time. They were kind of pigeonholed into a certain image. Lou Albano, like the whole wild Samoans. And, you know, they were never given the mic. You well, know, and, and I, I feel like knowing Matt and knowing, you know, his dad a little bit, uh, but Matt, Matt, Matt could have been great at that. Matt, right. Joe's got some Matt in him. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you can see the influences of Matt onto Joe, onto Roman, because right. Matt, Matt was funny as hell and, you know, I, and, and could, could do that kind of stuff, but right. just never got the opportunity. Well, to your point, Jamel, who winds up being, it was Rosie and Jamil, yeah. and Jamil winds up being Umaga. And so we have Jamil, who is a little bit lighter, not much, but a little bit lighter than Matt. And they decide, we're going to give him a push. So what do they do? They make him a monster. Yeah. They don't put a mic in his hand and let him be a monster in that way. 
which is where they could have done with Matt. With Matt, they wind up dressing him up like a superhero. I know that had to be frustrating. And, and part of Matt's thing, this is this speaks to you know everybody. I'm sure that listens understands how Vince, uh, you know, McMahon mm-hmm. operates. He likes a certain body type, and like Matt just right. didn't fit that body type. And Matt wasn't um, you know Yokozuna, or right. you know he wasn't going to be Rikishi type of thing. But he he could. That's the thing. Matt Matt could kind of wrestle like Rikishi. Right. You know, if he if he if that would have been, yeah, he he had all that, he had all yeah. that ability, but you know, so I, I I would imagine, I mean, what what great way to learn, like for Roman, for Joe to be able to right. you know, your dad, but also, I mean, I mean, it's a it's a sad tale, it's a cautionary tale in some ways, but I'm sure Matt, I mean, Joe's looked at what happened to his brother and has been able to say, okay, I got to navigate my career a right. certain way, and I got to not ever let them paint me into it. Right now, he's the biggest wrestling star in the world Absolutely. that works all the time. And his, you, you love you, the storylines and his ability. Now, you know, there, early on, it was like, yeah, he's not good on the mic. He's gotten better. That's the thing. You know he's putting in the work. It's not just in the ring. It's, it's right. because it does require all this other stuff. And that's why I wish his older brother had gotten that push and that ability to, to do that. Right. Joe was born perfect. For what Vince McMahon. Liked. Oh yeah, but also he was lucky enough that Dusty Rhodes, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the, Paul Levesque, those guys had Vince's ear and were able to say, "Hey, this is a guy you need to put on a mic and you need to stick with him and figure." Yeah, you know. And then Joe, of course, the 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 transition winds up being when he gets to kind of come up with his own character due to COVID. He gets to go. He doesn't get to. He's had yeah. leukemia. He's not going to be around all that. And so I, he was kind of able to use his leverage and say, when I come back, here's what I'm going to do. And he gets Paul Heyman, which is... Yeah, it worked out exceptionally well. It, it, but again... Who really is a mastermind? Like, I don't think a lot of people realize how, how much Paul... He's everything. Paul E. Paul E. See, that's the thing. You remember Paul oh, yeah. Dangerous. I mean, I'm saying he's been several iterations and you know, has really been able to... People think of the ECW character, right? But it's important that he didn't start there. Yeah. He started, you know, he had, what was that silly faction he had? The Dangerous Alliance. You know, and, yeah. and so he was walking around with the cell phone and, and being the cowardly. He's perfect. And then he gets he was, to see what it's yeah. like on the management it's a management side. Uh, yeah, early on, he, he was a little Jim Cornette. Absolutely. At some level. So there's, I'm you know, sure yeah. he, I'm sure he did that on purpose. Yeah. I'm sure he would watch film of Cornette. But it's a, di- you know, it really is a different world wrestling wise like that Romans come up through because you don't have to go out and necessarily guys still do but you know you have to go out and prove yourself in the territories and spend years bouncing around so he's gotten that benefit from the generations before him especially in his family right and the name care you know even, even if you're Roman Reigns I mean everybody knows who you are you're, in, you're, you're Joanna Y and like you you know in many ways he is the first and biggest star to come out of the Paul Levesque, it was FCW, turns yeah. into the NXT system. Seth Rollins, you talk about how it was frustrating for him because, you know, every day was bump day. And he said, I'm, I'm out here. I, I turned down going to New Japan. I was the ROH champion, and I'm out here taking bumps with football players all day. Yeah. Learning, they're learning how to wrestle. I'm just getting up off the ground. Learning how to survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Well, and, and, and that's and, the thing. Joe Joe and Rock and Rocky were like, you know, they were football guys. Absolutely. I mean, they, they had the family background. Uh, and and Matt, was, Matt was the same, although it was, it was a little bit different then. I'd argue Rocky was less flexible than Rosie, too. Oh, I, I would agree. I mean, again, like it's almost comical in some ways, both of their finishers. 
Right. You know, that it, that it is like, you know, and, and, you know, I've seen Dwayne do like almost make fun of it sometimes, you know, right. the people's elbow. Well, it was a yeah. lark. Well, but also, it also is kind of a wink and a nod to the big leg drop. Absolutely. To, to be that, you know, I've never like, thought yeah, of that. To be kind of like, you know, but no, like Ron Simmons did the spear, yeah. you know, Farouk and, you know, yeah. all that. And yeah. then, um, you know, Goldberg. Yeah. And there have been other guys that, like, their finisher has just not been, you know, kind of like, yeah, it's, you know. Mm. But it, if you sell it and you can make it work, and Roman does, because you mentioned the explosiveness, kind of like Goldberg, puts, puts so much into right. it that it becomes, you know. Joe is very much the modern athlete. He is. Yeah. He is. In the gym, he's working hard every day. He he is uh like you said, he's so explosive. He and he does tell the tale so well. And it's funny because one, that's one thing I wonder is where does. And I don't like were you around Matt was Matt into uh, gangster movies and. Well, a different world then. We were outside most of the time. We didn't right. spend a lot of time. No, th- I will tell you this: there, there is one thing that definitely with that family is is innate two things you got a great sense of humor but there's an intensity there right and an ability not like okay so not the the raised eyebrow that the rock does but i have watched you know i watched matt many times go from laughing uncontrollably to snapping a face that looked like he was gonna kill you whether he meant to or not oh no no purposefully yeah. Like he could take a moment and, you know, you know what I mean? Like make a joke and then somebody said something, he'd just turn and look at him and you'd be like, oh God. Right. But like he, so that, that, that part of it, they, they, they always knew how to play, like to play to whatever the room was, okay, whether there was a camera there or not, or people in a room that, 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 that was kind of built in. Cause that's what you're seeing with Joe in these backstage sections. Yeah. That's what oh, you're yeah. seeing that, that, you know, uh, I'm wondering. I'm wondering who I'm dealing with here. Oh, but I'll comfort you real quickly. But oh yeah, by the way, you're still below me. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's that's the thing. You know, I mean, intimidation, filling a space. Yeah. But at the same time, making if they want to make you feel right comfortable, and I mean, like there were times where I felt like I'm part of this. Right. Like, I'm part of this group, part of this family. This you know is, what I yeah. mean? Like, they could make you feel like that this is when us. we're out and about or at the beach or whatever. And then there were times where it was clear, that, you know, like, if, if – and protective. Like, you know, the wrong – people said the wrong thing. I mean, and listen, these are – for those of you out there that are like, you know, if you've, if you've heard the stories of Haku and others like that, these are dudes you don't want to mess with. I'm, I'm, that's probably true for every wrestler, but there's just a little something different about – yeah. The Samoan group. I mean, yeah. and I think if you talk to other wrestlers and people in the business, they'll tell you. Well, ha- yeah, you probably don't want to. Haku's like wildly renowned as. But dude. but in general, all these guys like they're just Absolutely. all they be the most fun and and they're loyal and yeah. all that. But like you just don't want to. Yeah, don't cross them. And when it comes to family, you know. So I think you know that's what I like about the storyline. Right. You know, there's a dynamic to it, and there's a soap opera element to it, and all that. But that's they can do that and yeah. pull it off because it's they're not yeah. acting. Right. All of it, you know. A lot of that is how they are, right? You know, and 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 then they can take that and turn up the intensity and make it work. And you know, Roman's done a good. He's he's developed and he's done a really good job of that. And 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 I think you know it really is interesting to watch. You know, this third generation, right? Talent, you know, and, taking all of the lessons they've yeah. learned, yeah, and they produced, and they're getting to be part of the creative and creating this 
intense drama that includes the twins who are this uh, callback to three-minute warning in some yeah. ways with the way they wrestle. And also, you see the interaction between Jay and Jimmy and Uncle Roman and and how yeah. it feels. And even every little bit of it, the, the lay he walks out to the ring with in title matches, the whole thing, you know. Yeah. You know, and it, it's a super tight group. And obviously, being in that business and everything, of course, Matt, his older brother, like, you know, at the end when he couldn't wrestle anymore, he would, he would do card shows and, and, you know, events and stuff. And I'd have him on a radio show I was doing in Charlotte. He had Island Boys Barbecue in the Pensacola area down here right, on the Gulf Coast. Right. He had moved back home. He was living in Cincinnati uh, where his daughter was living. And then he moved back home here with the health problems. And I know it was tough for the whole family. And, right. you know, again, you know, for I mean, think about what Joe's been through, what Roman's been through with, you know, that death of his brother and leukemia and other things. And, you know, it's it's... It's a lot, but um, there's a resilience. The legacy, you know, and they talk about that kind of stuff, you know, on the storylines and everything, the bloodline and the legacy. It's real, right? It's not, you know, it's it, and it is. It's entertainment, right? And it's a business, sure. But it's their business, right? You know, it's what they do. You know, great acting is always somewhat real. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and and great acting oftentimes is not all acting, right? It is the experience, the personal experience bleeding through. And that that's good writing too. That's good storytelling. Good storyline is that. Okay, we want to create this for the audience, but you know, if it comes from a real place, it's much more believable. Right. Yeah. To work right. in. You can there, always so. tell a shtick. But it is weird to look up and go, like, oh my God, that's the that's the baby they had when we were in high school. That's the little kid that when we were a little bit older, right, you know, was around at the ankles when he was two or three. That that, two that's point, Roman Reigns. That two point yeah. four million people yeah. tuning in to watch it. Isn't that wild? Night. Yeah. And it's people amazing. he's he's everywhere. He's on T he's on T shirts, you know what I mean? Like he's right. walking, you know. The big dog. I see I'm walking down the street, I'm like, look at that. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's incredible. It's crazy. It's incredible. Man, that's a good rap. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you so much. My pleasure. Folks, uh thank you for listening to Go Home Heat. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project.com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart, your one stop shop for all things pro wrestling. And go home. <laughs>